0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, October eighth, twenty seventeen. Hashtag FOMO.
1: I'm surprised Barry like didn't superimpose my face to that girl up there hey. because I suffer from what we're talking about today.
0: Yeah. So good morning, CCC. Good, good, good. Welcome to week two of our series, hashtag. As we shared last week, a hashtag is a social media link created by placing a um, pound sign in front of a word or phrase. In addition, hashtags have, it's expanded to come to be used simply to uh, extra focus or for emphasis or for possibly for humor. Today, our focus is hashtag FOMO, fear of missing out.
1: Good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones.
0: I'm Alan Jones.
1: And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're glad that you're not missing out. Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you so much for today. Settle us in that we might hear what you would have to say to us. And we use... Uh, you use all kinds of ways to kind of get to us, whether it's music or, or a conversation, uh, the word of God, the message. Help us bring our whole selves to you right now and help us be changed and transformed by your love. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. So I suspect that most of us, maybe all of us, have wished that we could be in two places at once. Anybody else? Any? Yeah, okay, two places at Three, once. Three, places four. at once, I don't know. Sometimes I wish I could just split in four. So this coming weekend is an example of, of this, where we're planning to go to a conference in Houston, Texas, but we're also missing out on a wedding of a really, really dear friend. It's happening the same day. And so we just had this decision to make. And Houston won because of the conference, which is really important for us to go to. But we're also going to spend three days before the conference and three days after the conference with our grandchildren, our daughter, and our son-in-law who lives there.
0: Hashtag bonus. Okay. and so, you know, this is kind of everyday kind of stuff, having to choose this or that. I mean, that's not a, a huge deal, we, and not so much missing out, but just wanting to be with friends and all. But, you know, in our social uh, media-driven world, this idea, like, kind of funny, funny, uh, great job on the video there, Barry, The you know, that, like, oh, my gosh, what am I missing, has come, almost become epic in some ways. Um, so much so that we have this special name for it, FOMO, F-O-M-O. Fear of missing out. It's, it's so much greater than just wishing we could be here and there. It's like almost a, well, it's an anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may be currently happening someplace other than where I am. An anxiety often aroused by posts seen on a social media website.
1: So has anybody heard of FOMO before? A few of you. All right. Well, now
0: Uh, you've all heard of it. Now you've all heard of
1: it. So I just learned about FOMO um, earlier this year. Megan Faulkner, who is the director of student ministries in Ocean Grove, New Jersey, came to consult with us about um, our plan to hire a full-time director of youth ministries. And she was talking about FOMO, how her students, she noticed you know, have such a fear that this is happening or that happening, fear of missing out. And I thought, yeah, that's me too. There could be something to this. So we did some investigation on this. According to Joseph Regal, who teaches digital communication at Northeastern University, the origin of FOMO um, coincides with the launching of Facebook in 2004. Now, when we think about Facebook, you scroll and you see what's going on in other people's lives and and what's happening, and it causes, it has caused this anxiety of like, well, that's going on, or that person's doing this, or I'm missing out on this, and so I kind of get how this all came about. But here's the truth. FOMO, the fear of missing out, didn't originate in 2004 with Facebook. It actually is as old as Adam and Eve. Check this out. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden?
0: Knows our hot buttons. Amen? He knows those vulnerable points, those, those soft spots in our armor. And he knew Adam and Eve. Eat from the forbidden tree, and you will be like God. As Tony Reinke, a senior writer for DesiringGod.org says, what more could Eve and Adam want? Who could refuse the irresistible chance to become godlike with just one bite?
1: He goes along to say that the words of Satan, they were loaded with this succulent promise, this too-good-to-be-true thing, which it was. It was Satan's first attempt to tear apart God-human relationship, but not his last. And he was successful and continues to be.
0: Reiki says that Satan was able to spark a fire in the human heart that continues to roar, a forest fire, a FOMO that not only um, hasn't been extinguished, but actually it's spread. Satan continues to lure us with false promises of self-sufficiency, perverted dreams of becoming gods ourselves. And that means that FOMO continues to burn in the human heart, creating a hole in the soul, always wondering what we're missing out on, keeping us always one step away from being content, from being satisfied, from being fulfilled, which means always being one step from God as long as we have this fear.
1: Because being closer to God The closer we get to God, the closer we are to being content. The closer we get to God, the closer we are to feeling peace. The closer we get to God, the closer we get to having satisfaction or fulfillment, and the evil one does not like that. There's a scripture that we refer to frequently around here. It's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. You're invited to say it with me. Rather than being anxious and afraid that you're going to miss out on something, miss out on some experience, miss out on some job, miss out on some person, miss out. Be prayerful and seek God's direction on where you would go, what you would do, what you would say, who you would hang with, and be at peace in whatever you're doing. Mm.
0: Really interesting part of this whole FOMO thing is that all too often we're so busy worrying about what we're missing that we're actually missing out on what we're actually doing because we're so split. And so to combat this, the first thing we're going to ex- ex- suggest for you today is to exchange FOMO for memo. In other words, get away from fear of missing out and look to making each moment outstanding. Memo. And we make each moment outstanding by living in the moment, where we are, nowhere else. When we spend so much time afraid, we're missing out on something else, wondering what's going on everywhere but where we are, focused on what's reported on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the report's coming in on, rather than focused on our immediate surroundings and who we're immediately with, that's when we really miss out.
1: So I confess that I might lean toward FOMO because I like to be a part of things. I'm a people person. I'm an extrovert. And um, it's fun, and it's awesome, and sometimes I might feel left out in a particular situation. And the thing to know that I have to remind myself is to be happy whoever's doing what or whatever's happening and not say but you know so be happy Howie when you cook great barbecue and you don't invite me
0: You're always
1: like, Oh good good answer no but yeah.
0: that's just wrong that's, that's just, just wrong. wrong.
1: I'm just saying You know I love you.
0: Howie I'll pray for him man. I'm telling you. But
1: well, we can't be a part of everything nor should we and um, we need to Quit living, I need to quit living my life, you need to quit living your life if you have this tendency to look at like what this person's doing or what this person looks like or what this person has or how smart this person is and um, because what happens is that we become a comparison addict. And I think we need a recovery group for that.
0: You started at last service with somebody. I did. I started a recovery
1: group for being a comparison addict. Because when we live with that, I wish, I wish, I wish, blah, 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 it's like we become miserable and we're not content with how God made us and God wired us and with the moment or time that God gives us in the here and now.
0: When we spend our time wishing we were there rather than here, Thinking about who we could be with rather than who we are with. When, when we spend our time focused on what someone else is doing rather than what God would have or is having me do, we lose out. That's when we lose out. Because we're t- spending all our time wishing rather than fishing, hoping rather than helping, dreaming rather than being.
1: Make each moment outstanding. Now, to some extent we all miss out on this one in the scripture it says in matthew chapter 6 verse 34 and this is the sermon on the mount it's a long teaching that jesus shared with the masses really really good stuff so here's part of it therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own, and so what we're saying in this particular um, situation is that it's really easy to, I'll say, even waste time about worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week. That's just lost time. We can waste time worrying, and it never happens in the first. It never happens. Or, on the flip side, sometimes we spend too much time looking back and we think, oh, but the good old days. Oh, but how this was so good. And so we're looking here and we're looking here and we don't focus on what God gives us today. And the reality that we were faced with with this Vegas thing, again, is that we aren't guaranteed tomorrow and today is what we've got and to embrace what we've got. We act like we have all the time in the world. Oh, tomorrow I'll make that important phone call. Tomorrow I'll do this thing. We don't necessarily, we don't have that guarantee. So it's important to embrace the moment, embrace the day that we've got.
0: Carrie mentioned Vegas. You know, the people who were killed in that tragic shooting this week, I'm sure none of them went to that concert thinking that they weren't going to go home that night. I know, um, gosh, it's uh, almost 30 years ago now, the day my father dropped out of a heart attack coming down the steps. He didn't wake up that morning, I know, thinking, well, this is my last day. But it was. is not to say that we shouldn't make plans. No, plans are important. And that's not to say we can't appreciate great memories from the past. You know, those, those things are important. But it's to say it's crucial to celebrate and appreciate the moment we're in. The moment we're in, rather than take it for granted, we need to take it with gratitude. Take it with gratitude, celebrate. Fear of missing out causes us to miss out. Making each moment outstanding allows us to miss nothing.
1: There's an online article that was written by a guy named Anthony Moore, and the article's entitled, Wherever You Are, Make Sure You're There. He says, if you're not fully engaged with whatever you're currently doing, you'll always experience subpar and diluted results relationships and outcome outcomes wherever you are be there and so if you're working give it 100% if you're resting give it 100% if you're playing give it 100% because anything less than that could have some diluted results
0: mm. you know i was thinking when the last service you know we say oh my gosh i I was, I've been hard working. All, well, offense. We're not hard working all day. We're dividing our time between working and and and. If we would focus, we get a whole lot more done in a lot shorter period of time. If, and whether it's work, rest, play, whatever it is, give it hundred whatever it might be. Because not being present in the moment dilutes everything, everything we do. It's especially true when we're afraid of missing out. Not only are we not doing what we think we're missing out on, but we're also really not doing whatever it is that we're currently actually engaged in. Because our mind and our our focus isn't completely there. <laughs> and what we wish we were doing usually isn't all that important and great anyway. When you see the party on Facebook, you're sitting, you're getting the highlight, not all the bad parts. Nobody sends out the, unless they're making, unless they're trying to point out somebody else's shortcoming. Yeah. Former pastor and leadership guru John Maxwell says, you can't overestimate the unimportance of practically everything.
1: (laughs) So we're gonna take a moment and share the flip side of of FOMO. And we personally find this really annoying and we've also participated in this. So we're just gonna put it out there on the table. How about when you invite someone to do something, and they say, well, let me get back to you on that. Or you're invited to do something, and it's like, let me get back to you on that. And the truth is, you know what? I'm going to wait a few days to see if something else is going on before I make that decision.
0: Better option.
1: Yeah, better option. And so there, the name for this, and this is real. We didn't make this up. FOBO, Fear of Better Options. So always waiting to make the next decision, waiting to see if a better option will come along. Dealing with someone who has phobo is downright annoying. So I'll use a hashtag for that, hashtag rude. My personal bias, and I'm working hard at not being a phobo person. Hashtag so, Yeah, so it's really opposite of what Christ teaches us to be um, because when we're a FOBO, we're like, thinking about us and we're in a ccc has a it's not about me culture so that's it i'm done with my soapbox on that
0: all right step down okay Okay. back to hashtag memo i'm sorry yeah memo making each moment outstanding it reminds us how dependent many of us are on our phones our tablets our computers and we're talking to us as we're talking to you this morning how we allow social media to actually get in the way of us actually being social, <laughs> get in the way of relationships at times, get in the way of our lives sometimes. It never ceases to amaze us when, like, this picture shows in a restaurant, and not always in a restaurant, it could be at the house, but I, it I came to mind because I saw this a couple of weeks ago in a restaurant. Uh, this is like a group of friends. I saw a family, a mom and dad and two kids, and, and they're all in their phones, and I'm thinking, you know, we live in a world where we don't generally get enough family time. Everybody 100 miles an hour in 20 different directions. What? Maybe, maybe they were texting each other at the table. You know, they don't know how else to communicate these days. I don't know, but I doubt it. Each one was in their own little world. And it was a great opportunity, sir, for some family time, some relational time, some Let's share uh, our hearts and souls time. And they're with their heads down in their phones. I, I, I guess I've been done guilty at times, but, you know, I look at that and I just don't get it. You know, we need time face to face. We need close personal relational time, not on the phone. We need time for intimacy. And I don't mean sexual intimacy. That's a whole other talk for another day. But I'm talking intimacy with those we're close to, our family and our friends. I mean, we need that time and and it's hard to get that intimacy through those devices. It just doesn't work. Is it possible Here's the question. Is it possible to put the phone down when we finally get together? Is it finally is it possible to leave it in the car? Uh, is it possible to let it go. Real talk. Real conversation. Real connection with those we're closest to—family, friends, whoever. Those we love. You know, I—it's I, really disconcerting when you're at the table and you're somebody talking, and what you see across the table is the top of someone's head. Not because the top of their head's bad, but they're dead because they're down texting while you're in the middle of a conversation. Hashtag ignorant. And anyway. Can I get an amen from anybody on that? Have you ever experienced it? Or and, done it? And i am probably done it. I've probably done it. So like I say, I'm looking in the mirror as I'm, as I'm sharing this. you got to go, what is that all about? Let, let's, uh, uh, and it's not limited to families, like I said. It's, it seems like everybody these days. FOMO gets in the way of memo making each moment
1: outstanding. In Exodus chapter 20, we read the Ten Commandments, and one of those commandments talks about setting apart a day of rest, a day with God. It's called Sabbath. And so we came up with this idea, how about a tech Sabbath? How about… Um,
0: Wait a minute, Barry's in the back on though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Barry's text Sabbath is Monday. So anyway, <laughs> um, but how about if when we're if if we use devices, and I know that not everybody in this room does, but a lot of us do. Probably more do than don't. And so how about if our text Sabbath might look like this? If I'm in a conversation with um, with Alan, and that my phone isn't like face up so that I can see the light when something comes on, and you know uh, I'll look at it. But instead, maybe put it away in my purse or just set it aside. And for me, that's like causes me to like go crazy to not have the connection for with people. And so I'm going to do it gradually. I'm going to try it for half an hour, and then I'll try it for an hour during key times when it's important. To be hmm. tuned in to people. So you're wow, not going a cold concept. turkey, you're weaning. I'm, not, I'm weaning.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Text Sabbath.
0: Just hmm. <laughs> so te- texting and whatever certainly has time and place. But nothing can replace personal contact, right? Actually being with someone, sharing with them, talking with them, listening to them connecting with them, right there in person. Yeah, something I was reading for preparation for this talked about, the great memories in your life. When you think back to those great memories with friends and family, was it you sitting on the couch texting? It may have been.
1: Instagramming. I doubt it.
0: Instagramming, Facebooking. It may have been, I, I, I doubt it though. It seems like more often it would be when you're connecting with them Personally, face to face, person to person. You know, God created us to be social, socially interactive beings, and 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 that means to be able to communicate. I mean, the phone and all those various things are are okay because they extend our ability to communicate, but not a one of them can compete with actual face to face. we celebrate that we have FaceTime with our. Uh, daughter and son-in-law and especially our granddaughters in Houston. I mean, we get to be a part of their celebrations. They get to be a part of our celebrations and that, that's just glorious, but we're going to get to see them this week and there's absolutely nothing in the world that can compare with that actual face-to-face contact with them.
1: So setting um, technology aside, we want to talk about FOMO in another, in another way. How often have you been in a conversation and you're in the middle of of talking and then you see the person you're talking to and their eyes go this way and they're watching somebody come in or watching the TV, something that comes on, or maybe you've done that yourself. Because we're like looking, it's like, oh, I'm going to miss out on this or I'm going to see... like, It's important to give one another, try to give each other um, attention. One of my granddaughters, I, I think it was Isabella. There was one time when I was talking to her, and I must have like looked somewhere else, and she grabs my face and holds it like this, and she has me like stare at her eyes. She's probably like three or four years old, and she's like, "Ree, that's what they call me, Ree." Like, listen to me, and I just thought, what if we symbolically like held each other's faces when we're in conversations and said, you know, let's really lock in and check in because those are the times where we make that moment outstanding. My
0: mm. well, little girl demanded.
1: She demanded. Through her actions,
0: 100% of your attention. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't have to demand that, should we? Can you imagine, what would happen if we truly tried to give 100% where we consciously said, I'm going to look at you and I'm gonna to listen to you and i'm going to speak to you 100% and i'm going to just this you are in this moment i'm going to actually be in this moment with you how would it feel for somebody else to be in to be that way when they're talking with you rather than <laughs> fomo fear they're missing out on something it's, it's and it's a, it's hard to do because we're used to i know myself uh if the phone buzzes, it might not ring. I might just glance at it to see. But when I do that, that just instantly took my attention off of you, if you're the one I'm talking to. Yeah. You know, it's really not a novel idea what we're talking about. God did this with us. You know, God had communicated through uh, social media, <laughs> prophets, um, through the written word, through the scriptures, through, we call it the Old Testament, they also call it the Hebrew Bible. But you know, we needed more. We needed a face-to-face, person-to-person, and so God sent His only Son, Jesus the Christ, to walk with us, to talk with us, (laughs) to grab our face (laughs) and look deeply into our eyes. God, God, wanted us to know that God cares. And so he came in person to share his message of love with us. You know, there's, there's nothing like that personal face-to-face contact.
1: Yeah. So fear of missing out. Truthfully, our only fear ought to be missing out, ought to be the fear of missing out on what God has planned for us fear of missing out on the purpose and plan for our lives you're not an accident god created you um, for relationship with god you're not something random that just got plunked here on earth you were created for relationship with god and so what we need to do is embrace that our fear ought to be to like Oh, we're going to miss out, God. I'm going to miss out on what you want for me, so I'm going to try to plug into you more. I'm going to try to learn about you more, read about you more, experience you more, and so that's really, that's really the fear that we ought to have. And I'm like saying, you know, I'm not talking about cowering in fear, but that, that, um, that draw. So fear of missing out. We don't need to live in this. Um, fear where um, you know when our foundation is rocked. no we stand on the promises of God and the relationship that we have with God one on one Jesus Christ if you were the only one here he would have come for you anyway and loved you enough to live and die and rise again for you and so that's the good news that we get to live in And that's the good news that we are compelled to share with others. So let's believe that and live it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, fix our eyes on you. Draw our hearts to you. Order our steps so that we might be in, in your will and your way. And God, as we navigate through this life and we get distracted because you know, we think that we're going to miss out or we don't measure up or this or that, Lord, help us just renounce that, say, no, that's not from you. That's just the confusion and the distortion that Satan would want us to believe, just like in the garden with Adam and Eve and how Satan scrambled that. Lord, help us just walk it out in faith. Faith, believing in the promises of God and standing on them. So God, I thank you for this time and I praise your name. And we will trust in you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us for
0: our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church. Connecting people with Jesus in the life